the wheel, fasten your seatbelt, and step on the gas. WebmasterRadio.fm is going to take you on the ride of your life. You just stepped off the curb into Rush Hour. Your Rush Hour hosts, Neil and Cameron, will take you on a fast-paced adventure through the high-tech metropolis known as social media, blogs, social networks, book marketing, and more. Around every corner are the tools you'll need for marketing through the social web. Now, the light is green, but stay right where you are, because you're in Rush Hour. Hey everybody, today is October 31st, and this is the, I don't know how many episodes of Rush Hour we're on, but, so uh, today I'm joined with Brent. How are you, Brent? Doing pretty good, Neil. How you, how you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> Why you ask me how we're doing? You already asked me in the morning. I ask you every day. That's true. So, um, so social really media, care, so what's know, going on in the social media space today? Oh, man, what's going on right now is shouts. I would say that's the biggest thing right now is whether or not you should or should not shout to people and dig. All right, so let's talk about shouts. So what is your whole take on shouts, and how do you do it? I'm really frustrated, to be honest, with the shouting system. Um, Initially, I thought it would be pretty cool. Um, The problem, I guess, really that I have with it is that I've noticed that, you know, a lot of people that are your mutual friends or whatever once shouts came out, it seems like people are only digging shouts. So, like, all your regular normal diggers that, dig, you know, dug your stories before are just focusing on the shouts and, I guess, making the assumption that, like, if, if it's important enough, you'll shout me over it. And then there's a whole other side of people who are like, if you shout me, I'm going to bury your story. So I've found that it's kind of like a really big roll of the dice right now on whether you should shout to anybody at all or nobody. Yeah, see, with me, is I'm actually one of those users where I think if it's important enough, you'll shout me. So recently, I actually started digging all my friends' stuff who, you know, people have been shouting me. Uh, I'm actually on the standpoint of shout, you choose to feature like crazy, dig released it, it's their problem. People don't like it, turn the damn feature off. You know, they shouldn't be burying uh, stories. Can't control if they bury them, but I use the shouts all day long, and in most cases, they've worked really well for me. Well, you know, what I've, I've started to do is, um, you know, I've really tried to look at the whole process. You know, you want your submissions to go over time. It, it looks pretty, it can look suspicious to have, you know, 60, 70 digs in an hour, um, even though you can get that if you have a good enough list on your shout. So I've kind of gone with the kind of viewpoint of once I submit, I'm kind of trying to give it a couple hours to go natural, you know, maybe shoot it out to a couple friends here and there, but just try to let it go pretty natural and then reserve my shouts for, for a time that I feel like, you know, even if I do shout and it gets buried, it's not going to make it anyway type situation. So yeah. I kind of just try to reserve that for a last resort instead of, you know, doing it in, instantaneously. See, I go the other approach. I just launch a story and I shout to all my friends all at once. Yeah, but, you know, how many, how many friends do you have now? <laughs> Mutual friends or one-way friends? <laughs> mutual, because you can only shout to mutual, I think, right? Yeah, you can only shout to mutual. So I think I have 400 mutual friends that all use a shout feature. <laughs> See, also, Neil, you have one of those things where, you know, without mentioning who you are on Dig, you have an account that was kind of grandfathered in as being one of the originals. I mean, you know, Dig is not the same as it was 
six months ago, you know, when it was really glorified at that time, there was a certain group of people that were just extremely iconic within within that community. And your your account was one of those. So I think that additionally you have that kind of bonus of people looking at your name and equating you to being one of the true top ten of all time users. So you don't get that kind of same, you know, people willing to bury you as as the average user gets. Yeah, and you know, I've been seeing to have my shouts really effective. So I'll take my whole mutual friends list, and I actually just did this like a week, two weeks ago, or something like that, right? Because I I haven't used Dig in ages, as you know, other than hey, can you submit this to Dig, or hey, can you dig it? And I'll do that for friends. But other than that, what ended up happening was I had at that point I probably had like three hundred and something mutual friends, and I had an additional one thousand people who were probably friending me. So what I ended up doing was dropping all the people who weren't friending me back, like people I was friending, so I'd only have purely mutual friends. And then what I did was I dropped all the people who didn't log on to DIG within a one-day period. So if you weren't on DIG every 24 hours, because it actually tells you the last time they logged in, I dropped them. And then I added other friends who pretty much log on to DIG on a daily basis. So now I only have, let's say, 400 friends that log on to DIG every day or every other day. So when you shout to them, is actually going to be effective compared to just shouting to a lot of random people. Now, now, do you take off, what do you do about the people that you know don't want it? I mean, do you have a certain list of people that you go down and you take off um, manually, or do you just, like, remove them from your friends on your account, even though you're going to dig their stuff anyway? See, like, you're in a position like what you said, you're not really using it as much on a daily basis. But if you were somebody who is using it on a daily basis and you want to make sure that you continue to dig those people, but at the same time you don't want to shout them, like, how would you handle that? Yeah, so Does you can either sense? take them off the list when you're shouting them, and if there's a few people that I know don't like shouts, I do that. But with me, I just go shout to all, and I just shout them. Because now you can actually shout to all 400 of your friends or however many you have that are mutual, and it actually goes through. Well, before, um, a lot of times there would be glitches where it said shout went out to 100 people, and I would be like, hey, what up? I have sometimes. 300 friends, mutual friends. Why is it shame that the shout went out to only 100 people? So then I was sent out to 100, 100, 100, and then it ended up working out. But um, what I do now is I just remove the people manually who don't want to be on that list. Yeah, I was trying to use some other means, too. I was using Pounce um, as well to communicate, you know, some some good stories. And uh, the last three times that I've used that, I, I had my stories removed. And they were, you know, they weren't spammy. They weren't bad stories. They were really actually good, you know, stories that I was actually trying to tell people about because I felt that they deserved the attention. And I think that I've noticed some messages and pounce that would make me think that there's some dig employees or there's some, you know, different user base on pounce than you would probably have in your normal network. And I've kind of decided I'm not going to do that either anymore. Well, um, just for those people who aren't familiar with pounce, can you give a background on what you were doing and the yeah, pounce the is, history pounce of pounce is like a is digs Twitter rip. So basically, like. Dig decided to do Twitter better, so they uh, they launched a program called Pounce, and it's in in all aspects, it's much like Twitter. They have a, uh, I believe, the side attraction is that they actually have a torrent feature within it, so that's an, an additional draw for some people. But in all all purposes, it's basically like a Twitter. So you basically get your account and you know friend a whole bunch of people, and then when you comment, everybody sees your comment, and it allows you to embed links and, and, and do a little bit of profiling building, but that's about it. So what were you doing with Pounce in specific? Were you just pouncing all your friends and saying, 
hey, check out this dig story, go and vote on it. Well, I mean, it wasn't even that, you know, dramatic. It was like, you know, let's say there's this article about, you know, some person who stole a bunch of money. I would just be like, hey, can you can you believe that this guy got away with this? You know, I mean, just this is a really good. I mean, it was it wasn't done just like spam. It was done like, hey, this is a good article. You know, it, it, I'm not sure if you'd be interested in it, but if you are, here you go. You know, and it was just, you know, like I said, it was just like Twitter. So I mean, when you when you do it, it goes to all your friends. And and I noticed that, you know, recently I went through and added like hundreds and hundreds of friends on pounds you know i just literally went through and added everybody and so maybe that's the problem is that i just don't have as targeted a group anymore i have people in there that i don't know that might not even be interested in dig you know that's the other thing is that they might not be there for dig like a lot of us were when we first got it because the people that got it before it got widespread were pretty much just dig users yeah that's true so when you're submitting the story to Pounce, are you submitting the dig URL or are you submitting the actual story URL? The dig URL. And that you might be the problem, too. Why not try but to submit stories with the dig button on them? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just a lot, you know, sometimes you don't control the story. You know, I mean, you know, That's not true. everything's your marketing piece. So if you're doing something that you can't control it, you can't put a dig on there. And in essence, I guess, you know, I mean, if you get to the point where you're shouting out, legitimately you're, pri- you're probably trying to market for digs and you feel that if you put them on a dig page they're much more likely to dig than if you send them to the article and they just go gee whiz that's great on the on the bad side is, is it, it, it ended up in me getting you know buried so obviously it didn't work yeah and another text that I actually want to talk about and you know actually you're probably quite familiar with this is creating other accounts and just using them just for shouts so you're not using <laughs> your main accounts want to discuss that a bit or well, yeah, this is something that I came up with a theory on. I've never actually done it, per se. <laughs> so this is all just theoretical. But, yeah, um, basically the idea is that you could maybe from a different IP or, or have a different computer or house or whatever make a, uh account with DIG and just target various people to become mutual friends with, you know, letting those mass users um, that friend you become mutual friends and so on. And then utilizing those different accounts to shout to different people so that you're not actually shouting your own submissions. You're just, you know, playing more of a third-person recommendation. And I've seen that that has actually been, again, it's been one of those things that ties into the whole shout thing. It's been very effective in, in some ways, and it's been pretty bad in other ways. And it's really hard with a system like Dig where they've now made Barry so much easier for people with the general Barry button where if you don't know what that is, it basically means that before you had to give a reason why you were burying and it made people kind of feel like they were responsible for the action of burying a submission. You know, you felt like, well, if I do this and it's not the right reason, maybe I'll get in trouble for it. They implemented a system now where the Barry is just there for anybody and they totally want people to use it as if it was just a part of the system with no control whatsoever. So now it's much easier for people to just bury left and right. And so it's hard to really narrow down where your berries are coming from. You know, you could be, I could be shouting all my stuff and absolutely nobody on my shout list is, is, is um, burying it. It's just getting buried on its own from some other asshat. Yeah, it's just some crazy shit. It's, and this all affects us all because at the end of the day, it's, it's our living to actually get on the dig homepage, although it sounds stupid. It's, just how a lot of us make our money. And and I really, yeah, it is frustrating as well because people don't dig things like, you know, I mean, 
thing with Barry is, is that I really believe burying should be a, a form of policing. You know, I mean, if you don't like a specific article, if it's not your thing, then don't vote it. But I don't like the idea that people just bury anything. I mean, because the articles that we, we submit, even though the goal is to get to the front page and maybe to make some money if that happens to be your business, but the point is, is that we don't put crap on the front page of Dig. I mean, it's all legitimately good content. It's all very informative and it's very, you know, quality. So the idea that these get buried just because you happen to shout to somebody is it's kind of annoying it's you know like you said you know some of us make a living on it and it's very annoying that you have good content that gets buried just because people feel like it well the other thing that comes to my mind when people are saying that the stories are getting buried because of shouting it's it's really hard to say where's the proof because once if you submitted that same story without shouting does it mean that that story would have made it if you didn't shout it's well, I would say that the proof really is in your top users. I mean, you and me have access to, you know, people in DIG. We have access to top users that we can talk to, you know, on the phone or whatever. So I've had word of mouth from a lot of the top users, a lot of the big users of DIG that say that they're going to bury shit that they get shouted to them. They're not interested in being spammed with a shout system. And especially the people that have been around a long time, they're not happy with the changes. They don't feel like Dig should have gone to a social system. So for them, you know, the shouts are, are something they're not happy with. And so when, when they see it in their face, they're going to react negative to, negatively to it, maybe to prove a point, to, to show people that this is a stupid feature and you should stop using it. So yeah, I've actually I, had firsthand accounts, and that. there's been some people that have posted articles, you know, on, on their blogs about how they can't stand shouting, and if, if you shout them, they're going to bury you. See, my problem is those guys just need to turn the damn feature off because it's dig release exactly. feature. Yes, people may be bearing because of it, but it's they released it. We can't really do much more other than leverage the features that they release. Yeah, unfortunately, how it's supposed to work is never how it does. You know, there's always, especially with a system like Dig. You know, there's always one you know, clown who can who can ruin it. There's some people, I mean, there are some people, and you probably saw that on Netscape because it happens a lot on Netscape because you can see who downvotes you. There's people that do absolutely nothing but bury. They don't even, they don't even vote anything up, ever. All they do is find things that they don't like and bury it. That's their whole purpose. Yeah. So when you have a system that allows people like that to have no accountability for the actions whatsoever, then you're going to have, you know, those problems. And, and I, I brought that up when I was at Big, and we were talking about the shout feature when, before they launched it. And I said, you guys are making it to where there's absolutely no accountability whatsoever for people that want to bury. And you give such a value to berries that it just doesn't make any sense to go this way with your system. But, you know, I'm one voice. No, definitely true. So uh, sounds like a good point to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back shortly. <laughs> Commercial messages. Hang on. Guys, are you suffering from ED? Email delivery problems? Is your email list underperforming? Then let JPG Mail enhance your results. We've got the best in email enhancement products on the web. Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPG Mail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists to enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction. 
We'll give you guys the ultimate tools, and we'll show you how to use them. Email enhancement, where you need it the most. jpgmail.com Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at revenuedirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With Revenue Direct's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at revenuedirect.com. It's that easy. Revenue Direct. Make more money. Period. you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Destination Rush Hour on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to your Rush Hour host. Hey, everybody, we're back. I'm here with Brent Satoris from BrentSatoris.com. Did I get that correct? Yes, sir. Cool. So, to wrap up the show, um, lastly, we're going to be talking about how to leverage Reddit. So, we're going to ask Brent because he's been using Reddit quite a bit lately. What's the five most important tips you would say um, that people should be, you know, considering when trying to leverage Reddit? Um, I guess I guess Reddit is kind of an interesting little beast of itself. Um, it's, it, I, I kind of went into it thinking about Dig, and I guess the first tip I would say is don't go into it thinking like Dig. Um, it, it doesn't work the same as Dig, and I think that you you'll find that a lot of a lot of the users have either chosen Reddit or Dig for, for the differences between the two of them. So first off, don't go in there and try to do the tips that we tell you to do for Dig because they don't quite work. Um, secondly, you know, I, I initially do a lot of stuff that's kind of grabby, edgy, top tens and stuff like that. And I know those can work well on Reddit depending on what the topic is. People on Reddit are not as um, interested in, in fluff. They really just want the news. So you're going to do better, you know, just getting to the point and kind of avoiding some of like top tens and, and really kind of extreme stuff like the world's largest this or that. I mean, you can succeed. I'm just saying every time that I've been doing them recently, they've had no traction. Whereas on the flip side, three, you should probably try to submit stuff that's real political or, or science oriented. I've found that science is wonderful. You can go in there and do some, you know, you can find a lot of unique stuff that hasn't been submitted, and you can put in articles that have to do with science and, and different inventions and technologies and whatnot that have come out, and those tend to be very grabbing and move very well. Um, you know, like, like Dig, you need to be first and quick. Um, additionally, you know, one of the things that they've added is, I don't know if a lot of people know it, but they have a friends.reddit, which is a page, uh, it's a section of Reddit, a subdomain of Reddit that, that only includes your friends. So one of the things that you might want to try to do is get more people to friend you and, and inform them about this friend section and get them into using it more so that they see your stuff. Um, Guessing the friends feature is number four? Yeah, and, you know, another thing that I've found is, is, you know, unlike Dig, Reddit gives you a direct 
communication without even being a friend. So you can actually go in and message somebody. So you can go in when somebody's done a comment. You can message them and say, oh, I really like your comment. You know, I added you to my friends, and, you know, I, hopefully we can, you know, we can, you know, continue to talk about issues and stuff like that. And you, you kind of take it to them with you. You want to continue to talk about the issues. You want to, you know, you enjoy the things that they are, are talking about. And I've found that people will friend you back. They'll respond and say, oh, thanks a lot. I friended you as well. Um, the difference with Reddit and Dig is that, you know, you don't really have, like, a, a system in order to easily know when somebody has friended you in Reddit. So if you go into Reddit and you friend a whole bunch of people, nobody knows that you friended them. There's no way for them to be acknowledged that you have added them as a friend. So you have to make the extra effort to let them know that you've added them as a friend so that they can add you. And then when you're friended, you see your friends as red. Their names turn out to be red on Reddit. So it's important to you know get people to friend you and, and, and get them to utilize the friends subdomain. Got it. So number four would be add French and leverage the French feature, and yep. number five would be participate in the community and actually get to know the users. So in that way, and would, number six would be use longer titles. Um, you don't get a description in Reddit. So if you've got you know something that you really think is going to be grabby based on a, a, a longer sentence, go ahead and use it. Some of the top articles that I see, if you go to Reddit and you look at the, the hot page, there's almost never something that's just like you know five words long. They have like two or three sentences you know, title descriptions for those posts, and that's the only way that you can let people know really what it's about. So don't don't be afraid to have longer titles and more descriptive titles inside of Reddit. Got it. Any other tips? Have some thick skin. It's it's tough. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, they're, they're hard on you. Things that you think, okay, well, I submitted this, this same similar thing yesterday, and it went right to the top of the, of the hot section. And then you submit it today, and it just gets killed. I mean, it's... It, it, it's really one of those hard-to-figure-out networks. However, it is a very good network, and you should probably get in and play a little bit. Yeah, and probably the last thing you may want to add is uh, work on building up your karma. Yeah, karma. The good thing about, you know, you have to be really careful because you can build up karma really quick, but you have to really go into Reddit with a plan. You can't just go in and start throwing junk at it. You know, you need to listen to, to to this show or listen to some people or ask some people to use Reddit and find out the do's and don'ts before you go into it because once your karma is killed, you're done. I mean, you don't none of your stuff gets seen. You really need to make sure that you, you do it right the first time. Yep. But so that's, go ahead. On the on the good side with, with, with Reddit, you, most of the time, you know, a bad submission, you're not going to lose more than about five or six karma. So you, you, once you get your karma up, that's when you really want to start experimenting. So my, my, my suggestion would be don't go in and start submitting your own stuff. You know, we say that about everything. Go in, build an account up. Go in, build an account up. Yeah, well, you can go in to dig, and you can actually submit your own thing, and you can be successful with it on day one. It's not likely, but you can. With Reddit, it's not, it's not going to be that way. You really want to make sure that you stick to very, very overly popular topics and get that karma up before you start trying to play around and market with it. Yep, so that sounds good, and uh, hopefully you guys can go out there and actually use those Reddit tips. Like Brenton said, it's, you know, lastly, uh, have thick skin, and it's you know, make sure you have a game plan going in there, because if you don't have a game plan, there's no point in even wasting your time to try to leverage it. So, uh, But that's pretty much it for this week's Rush Hour. Have a happy Halloween, and uh, we'll see you here next week. 